Yeah, well, I'm glad you're here today. And um, that's what matters. We, we believe that it's the right time and the right place and we're doing the right things to get some things accomplished and to see uh, what we have said and declared to be come to fruition. We just have to keep moving in the right direction and um, and doing the right things and not letting things stop us, right? Um, There's so many things that can stop us, but when we determine not to be stopped, then there's nothing that can stop us, right? And so uh, that's what we have to do. We have to determine not to be stopped and just continue to move forward despite um, the things that that tries to derail us. <clears throat> Good morning, everyone. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the boss meeting. And we're just ready to move on. Where is my book? I put this somewhere around. Here we are. Black labor and white wealth. And um, I'm eager to hear from you if you have some things that you would like to share from, from our reading. Um, feel free to, to talk about that. I know I did not finish my reading. I'm, uh, I'm a little behind myself this morning. Um, we should have been to page 80, and I'm on 74, but um, we're going to keep on mush, mushing, pushing <laughs> forward and um, get into that place where we need to be. And so um, at, if we keep moving, ladies and gentlemen, if as we keep moving, not if, but as we keep moving, we'll find ourselves just getting better and better at what we do. And so it's very important that we don't stop. We may have some good days, we may have some not so good days, but if we continue to persist, um, our breakthrough is um, inevitable. We're, we're going to have our breakthrough. We're going to see our goals accomplished. We're, we're going to... <clears throat> see the work of our our labors and if it was easy everybody would do it right uh and but because it it takes it takes a commitment it takes persistence it takes um willing to do what others are not then we're going to have we're going to have a struggle we're going to have uh opposition <clears throat> that rises up to fight against us. So we have to uh, learn to expect it and, and embrace it and know that there's a lesson that's tied, tied to it. Okay. There's a lesson that's tied to it. So we're meeting on tonight and, um, Tonight, I would like to kind, kind of, um, on tonight, I would like to narrow down some times, if we can, on when we are be available for, excuse me, our <clears throat> quarter, I mean, our monthly um, board meetings. So we'll have monthly board meetings. We, I would like to choose two days, um, two nights and that we can spend an hour, maybe an hour and a half, um, talking about what, what, what's, what we're doing and what we have um, going. And we'll probably give each committee chair or their representative um, about 10 minutes to share what, what's going on with their group. And if we have to do any voting or anything like that, we can do that. Um, so does that does that sound 
That sounds good. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it sounds good. So, um, the devil. That's, um, all right. So, let's go ahead with our daily affirmations and then we'll get into our book and see what, um, what we have from it. Uh, I will move forward daily. I will move forward daily. I will create positive uh, daily habits. I will create daily habits. I am grateful. I am grateful. I win. I win. I deserve this. I deserve this. I will learn, unlearn, and relearn daily. I will learn, relearn daily. I will focus on one activity at a time. I will focus on one activity at a time. I will manage my time wisely. I will manage my time wisely. I'm fearless. I'm fearless. I'm a genius. I'm a genius. And I'm limitless. And I'm limitless. Awesome. 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 All right. So as we move forward, we we have to um, continue to know this about ourselves. And if we're not there, we need to develop to be there. Right. Um, some of us don't, you know, every time you're not focusing on one activity at a time, let that challenge you. Right. And so that you can get to that position to to do that. Like uh, earlier today, I um, I was cooking while I was on my other meeting. I wasn't able to focus on my meeting. Um, and so everything about that meeting was pretty much a blur. And so I would rather just cut it off and do what I'm going to do and then um, be able to be fully engaged in what I'm doing. And so um, let's... Let's continue to allow our daily affirmations to challenge our behaviors and grow into being the person that we need to be, um, creating those positive daily habits, um, realizing that we are winners, realizing that we are grateful folks. So when we start complaining and murmuring, that we challenge and check ourselves, okay? Um, so with our book, anybody have any takeaways? Could you tell me where are we at in the book, please? So we were giving chapter four and chapter four where she started off at page 69, I believe. Yeah, page 69, The Religious Crusade for Black Enslavement. And then we read up to, or supposed to read up to, um, page 80, Global Ranking of Oppression Based on Skin Color. Okay. And so tonight we're reading 80, probably 80, A Global Ranking of Oppression Based on Skin Color to probably, um, I think we're doing 10 pages thereabout. And so we'll go to um, culture-based ethnic, ethnic businesses. And this, this book is very, it's, it's, it's really challenging me. It's really challenging me. It's really challenging my focus. It's really just deepening my desire to um, help my people. That's what it's doing for me. Um, I'm an inclusive person and I don't mind being inclusive, but I, I definitely need to be very intentional with, um, my people and otherwise it, it, the impact won't be uh, as significant. 
And he, at the beginning of this chapter, is is more of not just a um, American focus; it's a global focus. So he talks about um, he talks about the um, Africans that went to Europe and was enslaved in Europe. He talks about the clo- co- the culture, um, the religious sector that um, enslaved black, the religious persecution of Africans and and how they used um, slavery and not just in America, but in uh, South America, in Europe and things of that nature and in Asia. And so um, it really put things in perspective for me. It's like, hey, we we really have um, a work cut out for us. And I'm not employing, I'm not employing per se um, H2O blockchain and technology corporation. I'm not saying, because we already have a mission to, to uh, help the underprivileged and underserved, which encompasses us as African-Americans and us of African descent around the globe, um, it does encompass us and necessarily doesn't focus on us, right, Uh, specifically. And so I think that we still need to take that stand and y'all can agree to disagree um, or, or what have you. I think we still should take that stand, but me personally, um, I'm, I'm going to take a, um, a radical stand for African-Americans and African people of African descent all around the world. And, um, and so necessarily as a company and corporation, we don't have to, we don't have to do that. But I believe that it's going to, uh, my push um, will inevitably um, spill over to what we're doing. And it's already designed to hold my, my specific focus as a person. So, um, any questions, comments, concerns, thoughts that you have? Um, anybody's doing the reading? <laughs> Anybody caught up with the reading? <clears throat> well, I'm not caught up with the reading. Huh? I'm not caught up with the reading, but I read the exactly. That's good. They be okay. Thank you. Right, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Say that again, Jay. Say I'm not caught up with the reading, but I did read what we supposed to read last night. Okay. And um, when I was reading, I didn't know all them religions. They all uh, own black slaves. Yeah. And, um, and they was owning Indians, but they were saying the Indians was too hard. I guess they had too much uh technique or something. And the black people, they realized the black people they were uh they would give up. It would mean, it, it would be some black people that would fight against them, but the majority was more weaker and they it was easy to capture them and slave them than the Indians. Yeah, I didn't know, I didn't know all that. Yeah. Um, so I, I I didn't read the part where you're talking about because I, I didn't finish my reading. Um, and so I'm interested in getting to that place. I I stopped at um, something pe- peculiar on page seventy four, so I'm I'm a little behind myself. Um, however, it is very. We have to look at it from a standpoint of. Um, we have some deep issues that's going on, and some deep things that seated in our um, makeup, right? And what we've been exposed to and, and what what has um, historically 
shaped who we are today as a, as a people and as an in individual. Okay. Um, part of the historical um, things, you know, um, Miss Shelley and I, we, we, and we talked about it on this call and we talked about how that, uh, how that, uh, yes, Tanisha, um, how that, um, you know, spiritual warfare is so, and so important as we advance and what we've been exposed to and things of that nature. Um, it, I did get a chance to um, watch the interview with Dr. Um, Anderson on the Breakfast Club. So I did get a chance to do that. Um, very, very, very profound. But we have to take, we have to take this on personally if, we don't have to. I say I feel that I have to take this on personally. And um, but I believe that our corporation is designed to be on board with it, but it doesn't have to be as specifically driven to African descent. OK, and so um, I, I, I love I love what I'm learning. Okay. Is it um, difficult at times? And, but if we don't understand our history, how can we um, combat it? Right? How can we fight against what we don't understand? That's just like COVID. We, we really don't understand COVID. So how can we fight against COVID? And we can't see it. Right? Um, and so we got to know our enemy. We got to know the effects that has has um, really um, been the plight of Africans from from centuries of uh, degradation and and things of like that that still has an effect on us today. The thought process of people right now is based on what has happened, okay, and what continues to happen. And so, but if we don't see the historical implications that um, that brought us to this point, we, we can't combat it. Would you agree? We can't combat it effectively. Yeah. And so um, that's where that's where I'm at. And um, I'm really, like I said, I'm really loving it. I'm really um, inspired by it, and I, I want it to be um, my driving force. My driving force, and I'm still inclusive, but I'm 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 definitely going to be very intentional on what I do because there may be some other races and um, other descents that want to join our cause and will be helpful for our cause. So I'm not saying, hey, I'm going to exclude you all, but definitely this is what we're doing. This is my focus as an individual. And then as a corporation, um, our focus is to help the underprivileged and underserved. Right. And so it, it encompasses uh, encompasses my personal my personal flight. And so what I want to see from you all is that um, you continue to grow into the space um, where you want to be. What do you want? What do you want to see? We have to make those personal declarations. We have to make those per personal. Um, desires become reality so um and allow things to challenge us at the core of who we are and what what we do why we do what we do and so this is what has been been very critical for me and i'm i'm ready to read some more of his books and you know ready to really put some things in in place where well, we can really deal with uh, these issues from a um, a logical standpoint, a spiritual standpoint, 
a um yeah I, I heard he's trying to get his books in school in 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 schools and i was sharing with i met a lady i met a lady on um in the airport i i i shared with her the book and i also the guy that i sat next to in on the airplane i shared with him the book and so both of them said that they're going to get it and, and and read it so um the more people that i believe that we enlighten to what's going on and where what we need to do i think that we can get some people on board right and then as we get them on board to the plight of the african um americans as well as african descent um we can use uh, h2o blockchain as a um platform as a platform to be able to raise raise us up um because th there was an economic there was an economic reason why we were enslaved and until we can nullify that effect and become and take control of our economics we nothing else would really matters yes jay yeah. So when I was reading it, I always thought we were just enslaved by Europeans, but we was enslaved by Arabs and we were enslaved by Muslims. And I didn't know that. I used to always just thought it was just a European that was enslaving us. And we was also enslaved by Indians. So we was enslaved by everybody, I guess. So it got to be some kind of reason where we was going wrong that we were just getting enslaved by anybody. Right. And, and so one of the things that what what was a and i hadn't read this in the book but just from what i know of history we were sold by ourselves from um africa so we were we were captured um by our own Af africans and we were sold for money and things of that nature um to other cultures right and um we so we have to realize that and and not but you know one of the things that i've been talking about is um black on black crime and how that when we when i was growing up before i go there i want to take i want to hear what joe said has to say yes, sir. Go ahead. Oh yeah, I was. Uh, my input on it uh, was that uh, as far as the uh, American, they were looking for someone to uh, do uh, slavery. That's why they went to uh, Africa looking for slaves because the white servants that they had in America, and this is from my white history book. Uh, they couldn't withstand the uh, heat and the, the endurance of slavery. So they had to get someone strong. That's, that's, the, that's the plight why they went to get a strong group of people that, would, that could uh, tolerate the heat in the fields and the strength. And we are the strongest race but we've been hoodwinked to think that we are the weakest. So right. they they did a, a, a mental thing on us more so than a physical thing. Well, they did both, you know, and it's more mentally. So uh, today, the chain is off, our feet and chain, and it's on our head because we are the strongest, but we think we are the weakest. That's why they didn't want to let us in the sports game. You know, uh, when I was coming up, the foot the sport game was all white. Maybe one or two blacks on a team. And now we took over. We are the strongest. But we think we are, they got us food thinking that we are the weakest. Right. So it's that, that mentality that when you, uh, if you raise up an elephant on a stake, 
even though he becomes stronger than the stake, he still he still allows the stake to hold him in captivity because he's been um, conditioned to believe that the stake it can hold him. So as a young elephant, they they tried to get away, break away, and couldn't. But as strong as they got stronger, they stopped trying, right, to break away, and they just accepted that hey, I'm tied to the stake. And so um, that's what we we have. That's what's happened to us. We we are still tied to the stake, and we don't realize it that we're strong and we can take the stake off. We can we can break the chain. We can break the shackles. Okay. Uh, um. So and feel free, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, to uh, chime in and. Because I definitely want to hear what you have to say and what you think um, on this. So growing up in Chicago, right, um, on the South Side, I had very little dealings with white Americans. And the only dealings I had a couple of teachers that taught at my school, but it was just a few. And the other, um, I guess, engagement was when I went downtown or went to Fort City um, to the mall. I had some dealings with it, but it was very, very surface based and it wasn't no relationships building. So um, I really didn't understand black on black crime. To me, if somebody hurt me, I was gonna hurt them back. And I use the analogy, if you kick my cat, I'm looking for your dog, right? To kick your dog, right? And so I didn't really understand the black on black crime. And it really wasn't no black on black crime. I, I was just defending myself or, you know, and, and that's what it was. I saw all I was around was blacks. And so if, if some blacks did me harm, then I did them harm as well. It wasn't until I went to Iowa State that I realized that, you know, the significance of my color and who I was and what was going on, um, which, right, was a predominantly white college, probably 98% um, white. And so... Um, it was very eye-opening, right? Um, and the experience was um, very life-changing. And so, but then I started understanding Black-on-Black -black crime, but I'm, I'm looking at it from the outside, looking in now, right? And, and having experienced it, I can see why they do it, and I can understand that. And so, a lot of times when we come out of that situation, we don't, we act like we don't understand, but we forget that we were in that situation. Right. And so, and I know some of us are still living on the South side and, and some of us have, you know, moved from there, but um, it's still the same thing. It, it's still the same thing. And so um, when we look at it from a global standpoint, um, we have to realize that we, we don't realize our condition until we can come out of it. And if we come out of it, then we can, or, or we can really understand it, then we can start making a difference. But a lot of times we can't, if we can't disassociate ourselves from it, we can't understand it. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, because I'm if I'm entrenched yes. in it, I, I don't realize how bad it is. It's just a norm. But when you step out of it and you say, well, you know what, this ain't normal and I don't have to accept this. And and I, I see the ignorance and we've been talking about this, right? Um, how that when we see our people acting out, we got to know that it's out of ignorance because they don't know any better. 
and we can't disown them because they don't know any better or they've been conditioned that way. We got to do something about it. And we got to we got to educate. And so some some of the things that he was saying um, in the interview, um, um, Dr. Anderson was saying in the interview is the last thing was was education. But he was saying um, he, he talked about a, a, a five tier uh, business uh, a structure. Right. Um, like a, uh, a building Um and the fifth level was, um, I don't remember all the levels, but the fifth level was education. Um, but the economic em- empowerment was the first level, layer, level. The second level was politics. So I remember those two. I might have dozed off on the other ones. <laughs> but uh, it, it's very important that we, we take our financial stand and start controlling our economics. And um, so that's going to be a mind. That's what the blockchain does. It gives us uh, opportunity to control our economics. Right. And, and so as we do that, we do have to inform and teach and train. And it, and it may not be as deep, though. It's like, no, you're doing, we're, we have to meet people where they are and adapt to what, uh, take what they're already doing and give them our alternative to do it on the blockchain. Okay. And um, that's going to be, we're going to have to be very intentional, very strategic, very thorough in our approach to do just that and so um it's a it's a big task it's a great task it's a grand task but it's a doable task one of the things that dr claude anderson says that we we can't eliminate poverty and we talked about that before right we can't the jesus said the poor you're gonna have with you always And, and so we know that we can't eliminate that, but we can take, um, we can lessen the the percentage of African-Americans that's in poverty by helping them get out. uh, I'm recording it, Ms. Shelley, um, by helping them get off of uh, welfare by helping them get, you know, to where they own their own home, by building communities where we, we own our own schools, we own our own grocery stores, we, own, we, we have clean water flowing in, right? Help them evolve into this place where they need to be and be self-sufficient. And the blockchain technology, it gives us that leverage that I believe that we need to make that transformation. And so we got to realize this, um, brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, we have to realize that the powers that be don't want this to happen because they're used to um, living off of our labor. But when we start living off our own labor and creating wealth for our own self, then we we are doing something that's substantial. <coughs> and so um, <laughs> this book is it's 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 changing me, it's challenging me, it's uh it's put me on a mission, a greater mission. I'm all, I've always been mission minded. Now I say I won't say always, but I've, I've been mission minded for a long time now. Um, but it has deepened my 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 need to arise <coughs> and, and slay the giant uh, holding me back and holding my people back for a long time. So um, my language is changing, my thought pattern is changing. I'm having a paradigm shift. 
Um, and I'm loving it. I'm loving it. And so, um, because if we, we don't, and this is what Claude was saying on his interview, he said, I need help. He said, that's why I, you know, I can't do this by myself. I need help. And, um, I'll be 52 tomorrow. And, um, <clears throat> I, 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 if I have 52 more you years, know. <laughs> if I have 52 more years, getting up there, <laughs> I want to dedicate all 52 to the plight of um, people of African descent and raising their economic stance so that they um, can um, appreciate life and enjoy life and enjoy the pleasures of life and the work of their labor, right? So, um, <clears throat> yeah, that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at and I'm, I'm loving it. And y'all better watch that old stuff. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm loving, I'm loving what we are. And so, Miss um, Shelley, yes, ma'am. You know, every time I put my hand up, I feel bad because don't. I think I don't want to put my hand up because I'm like, I don't want you to stop. But I just want to say this. Good morning, first of all. Good morning. Is that, you know, I was thinking at work, it's a lot going on. And I really don't have time. Like I used to have at least an hour, sometimes a little more. But now it's been so busy and things going on right now I haven't been able to really read or do my other trainings at work so I was thinking um, this morning when I came back into the office and I called myself was gonna pull my book out and um, I was just thinking about everything that is happening with um, the H2O you know, blockchain or the, the corporation right now in its, you know, the beginning stage. And then I was just thinking about the whole purpose, you know, just thinking about conversations, et cetera. And it just made sense to me that in order to be able to um, achieve the goal, you have to have the passion or understand your passion. So as far as what, what we're doing, and I'm saying we, but <laughs> what we're doing in this book, along with the book that we're studying as well, the other book, it's like it brings a balance because in my thinking this morning, it says, you know, it's like a light bulb, like this is really the why. This help gives you the why on why it is so important to provide a service to help the underserved and to be able to provide a service or education to help them to become empowered, to, gener to create generational wealth for themselves. And, you know, everything that we've discussed, but it's like a perfect balance to give you the why and the passion and the drive to motivate you towards the goal that you have set. And it's kind of exciting to me, even though I'm taking it a day at a time, but it's, it's really exciting, you know, to just see. And just from sitting back listening, like yesterday, I could not really talk because I was still at work. I see some changes in the group. I see the, some changes in the motivation. I'm not saying it's just because of this, of this book, because there's been several other great books, but it's, I guess what I'm saying, it's like, it's, I see the building, the building up. Uh, uh, you understand what I'm saying? Yes. I can see the change. I can hear the change. And it's, it's just amazing. It's amazing. It is. And it, it's really a God thing in my, in my view. Um, it, it's really a God thing. And, 
we've been set up to be in this position where we are today. And um, there are going to be things that's going to try to de derail us and take us off our, our focus and things of that nature. But when we are committed, you know, remember when we when we think about having a successful day, we we need to use and not or. And so I didn't get all my reading done, but I had a successful day. Right. Because I did some things, I was able to attend the boss meeting. So to 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 me, that's one of my priorities. So I was able to do that. And so that made my day successful. And I was able to get a portion of my reading done and, you know, whatever else, other things that I've done, you know, it makes my day successful. I'm, I'm 90 days in uh, on, on my Spanish training. <laughs> so I'll be able to speak Spanish. Uh, I want to be fluent by the end uh, when I hit 365. So I need to do some, I got some work to do and to put in, but I'm, I'm getting better. I'm getting stronger. Uh, and I'm putting in the work because I want to change. I'm, I, and, 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 and that's just, that's just one little glimpse of um, a consistent, a consistency that we have to put in. We got to put in the work. If we if we say we want it, but don't want to put in the work, we we're fooling ourselves because it's not going to happen overnight. And I see y'all posting um, things in the chat and and hopefully you're working in your committees and things of that nature um, because it's so, so, so needed. It's so needed we have to learn unlearn and relearn yes uh tanisha and we got to do it daily so i'm unlearning some things uh by reading this book i, I I'm, I'm unlearning i'm like wait that ain't yes me too because you know sometimes you like give up on your people and you be like oh they just they just don't got a clue they're getting on my nerve but you just got to realize Everybody's at a different place. And if they don't know, they just don't know. So you have to be in a position to just, you know, move forward and say, okay, well, blah, 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 you know, whatever, whatever, you know, and keep moving. Just like, you know, when you go, they say go to black businesses and stuff. And then I found out that some black business, they say they open at nine, they don't get there to 12, you know, they're not consistent, so you don't really know what time they're going to be there. But if you out in at nine and they're supposed to be open, you figure they'd be open. Right. But, you know, then you just like say, forget it. I'm not going back there no more. But now that I've been reading this, I just realized that maybe they just don't know no better. They don't know that they have to um, be there, you know, because it's their own business. So they figure they could do what they want, but you can't make money like that. So they just don't know, you yes. know, and then if they had to change their hours, if they find that they can't be there at a certain time or can't find anybody to be there, then they need to change their hours where they can be there. Exactly. So not to give up on them. That's what I'm saying. That's all. Yes. Yes. Yes, it, it's not professional and they don't know how to be professional and they have been they haven't been taught. But we we are easy we easily give other people and races a benefit of the doubt. But when we when it comes to us, we like I, I knew it. I knew it. Oh, these black folk. Right. And so we have to take that step back and say, you know what, we've been conditioned to do this. We, we never really owned anything and we don't own anything right now. And we need to put, uh, we, we need to put some work in that should, let's, let's take the negative and turn it around to a positive. Right. Um, and we, we are quick. Uh, and I told them when I was working with the Black Wall Street Nation, I said, hey, we're, 
our, our focus is dealing with blacks and they're our biggest critics. They we got we got to operate at 100 percent because they a lot of them are not going to give us um, any leeway for error. They want us to be perfect and because they hold us to a higher standard. Ain't that something? We hold each other to a higher standard, but we don't hold ourselves to a higher standard. Yeah. And, but that's what, that's our reality. That's what we're conditioned. You know, I'm, I'm looking at, I, I enjoy watching TV and that's one of the things um, that uh, I, I do in my relaxation time. Um, but the, but the, the things that's popular are the things that's showing that we we hustlers, you know, we can be scandalous, we can be murderers, we can, you know, we can do we can do dirt. <laughs> we we can push, we can push cocaine and drugs and this, that, and the other. That's what it's showing. It's entertainment, but guess what? It's not just entertainment. Right, it's it's a part of the conditioning. That's what, and they, and not only that's what they want people to think of us. That's what we think of us. Yes, we start we start accepting that as a reality as well. And we can change that narrative too. But we got to own some stuff. And so, you know, me with my studio um, and, and my television station and my radio station, I'm about to start putting some work in, y'all. I'm about to start putting some work in. And I'm putting it in, I'm, I'm putting it in for the... Um, for me personally, right? For my drive and my thing, but it's all going to benefit HTO blockchain and technology company corporations. So, um, just watch watch my push, okay? Watch 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 my push, and because I I, I don't know if I told you, I believe I have, but. And when I was in fourth grade uh, at Morgan Elementary, Garrett A. Morgan on 83rd and Vincennes, um, my fourth grade teacher, it was around this time of the year, it was either Black History or Martin Luther King's birthday. Um, my teacher said, you can be like Mr. Dr. King. You can you can have an effect on the world. You can change lives. You can make a difference is what she was saying. And <clears throat> I I remember her pointing at me and I remember agreeing to that. And so today I see I still see her saying that. And I still feel that effects of her statement um, concerning that. And so it behooves us, it behooves us to um, really get into place where we believe that we should be. And if not, what what can we expect? If we can't be the change agent, who are we gonna look to to be it? We know that we can't depend on anybody else. If we don't know, we should know that. <laughs> if we don't know, we should know that. And Claude Anderson. He really spells it out like we cannot depend on another race to really value what we do and who we are. 
until we value who we are and 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 show and prove and 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 use the power that we have to uh make a change make a difference <clears throat> i um mentioned to you all we the other day that um miss um Lashandra and i had a conversation and do y'all have um those in Chicago, did, you, did y'all get water kits delivered to your houses as well? No. Nope. You didn't get any? I guess she got it in her community. And she said that she visited a few people that had like water filters, but it was no explanation given on how to use it and what it was for. But it was probably some kind of initiative that was um, that somebody got paid for, right? got some grant money or government money for, and they just sent these things and expected them to just automatically jump on their faucets or what have you. Um, And I see LaShondra just came back on. LaShondra, I'm talking about um, our conversation that we had, and I don't know if you can can speak on it, but uh, about the water kits that you received and you saw some other people receive with no explanation to that. Um, do you have time? Can you say anything about yeah. that? Good, good morning, everyone. I believe that it, it either came, I can't remember if it was people's gas or a comment, but they sent a kit that had uh, like a shower head in it. Uh, I think there was a filter in there maybe that you could attach to the water and you know a few other trinkets and you know like us and most people because when I go to other people's places it's funny because I see the same box and nobody knows what to do with the box and one of the things that really stood out was the shower head and it was like well why would this shower head be more efficient or um, better suited than the one that I already have. And plus the one that I, I have is way more fashionable than this. And so I like most people probably just close the box and, you know, put it to the side and eventually it gets, you know, tossed away. And I think that there could have been a more efficient way to deliver the news of what that box meant. Even once we opened the box, if, they gave us something straight to the point, like, hey, you know, you want to save money or um, you worried about the harshness of your water or, or just something to catch our attention to help us understand what was the meaning and the benefit of the content of the box. Yes. And nowadays we could we can put a QR code on the box and a person can um, put their camera up to the QR code and a video will pop up saying, hey, this is what you have in the contents of the box. This is why it's this, this, that, and the other. And let us guide you through this. If you need more help, this is the number to contact, blah, 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 right? So our, our technology um, that we have already could definitely be used if people care. But as a lot of things happen in our community, that people say that they're doing something in a service for our community, but they have doing it. And we don't, we don't trust it. And so as, as a corporation going into this community, we got to realize that they ain't going to trust us. And why should they? Right? And so we have to prove and don't get mad. Why get mad? Because they want us to prove who we are. Because they used to being taken advantage of and they used to being told one thing and somebody else doing something else. So we've been conditioned not to trust. So why should we think that because we are coming in and we got skin like like the like theirs that they supposed to believe us they're not 
Let me just let me just let you know that they are not going to believe us. They're not going to believe that we are for their good. So we have to show. Thank you, Tanisha. We have to show them. We have to show them that we are not an overnight um, business just trying to use them to take advantage of them. We have to put some money in their pockets and substantiate our position of why we are there. That's it. So just know we just ain't going to come in and they're going to say, oh, kumbaya. And, and readily embrace us and readily want what we have to offer. They're not. We're not. We, we've been conditioned, especially when, they, when we look like us, to not believe and not trust each other. Right? And so um, just know that the challenge is, 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 is before us. But we can handle it. Once we know who we are, right? We come from the trenches. We we we've been we've been experiencing and we we've been exposed to it, and now we're rising above it. So that now, we, when we go back in, let's not forget how we were, and then then give up. Like what's to use? That's what they want. They want us to throw up our hands. But if we don't throw, if we don't keep our, our, our sleeves rolled up and say, hey, ma'am, I'm coming in um, today. If you would allow me, um, look at this. This is this is a water tester that we have. OK, and this water tester shows you what type of water that you are consuming on a daily basis. Can we just do a small test? Matter of fact, we already put some of the water. We just got some water out of your faucet. We can use this that we got out of your um, your faucet or on your house, or we can come into your house and we'll take it right out of your faucet, and we can show you what this is, what's what's what you're what's affecting and how it's affecting you. Okay, if you don't want to hear this, that's fine because we're gonna go to your neighbors and somebody's gonna let us uh, share this information with them. And the ones that it does, we're gonna help them and offer them a free filter today or a filter at a, a nominal cost. And so that's the approach we're gonna to have to take and, and be willing to take their rejection, take being cursed out, take all this kind of stuff and because they mad, they upset, they don't trust. We don't trust. But that's okay. Because once one gets it and they start, girl, I took a shower. And next thing you know, hey, they calling us up. They getting on Facebook. They talking about it. They saying this H2O blockchain corporation, y'all better listen up to them. I'm telling you, child, it changed my life. I had this kind of disease, this, that, and the other, and I started drinking this water, and I feel so much better. So, but we have, they, then they're going to be our spokesperson. Because we love to consume. That's what we do. <laughs> and we like to talk about it and, and show off. We, we're the best advertisers, marketers, right? And so we have to, we have to meet us where we are. And when we, when we set out to do that from the start and we understand that, then it's not going to be hard. We understand why they're rejecting us. And we're not taking it personal because we know that we've been conditioned to do that. And so if I see a guy in a black hoodie, I'm, I'm like, okay, who is this person? A black guy with a black hoodie? Yeah, I'm suspect. He's suspect. <laughs> but it's, it's reality. This is where we're at.
Let's not try to sugarcoat it or anything like that. And 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 we we don't we don't need to you know act like we got a halo around our head when we go and and do what we need to do. We need to just be real. This has been the boss meeting this morning. We appreciate your time and love that you 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 showed up today. Y'all have a fabulous day, and I'll see you at the top. Bye for now. See you at the top. See you at the top. Y'all tonight that can. Uh, um, at the top. Uh, okay. Bye.